with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're our listener. Hey there, listeners. Ho there, listeners. Heidi, ho there, listeners. Everyone out there in Vlisteria huddled around their their government-sponsored radios. Yes, that's oh. right. We had despots. Okay. Of of the Bene- podcast lords. Benevolent despots? Yes. But despots nonetheless. We, we, it, is, it is a velvet-lined iron fist. Sure, yes. yes. Indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's a golden cage you're all in. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into our podcast this You didn't week. have a choice. Uh, you did not have a choice. It's, uh, that's, but we still thank you for being here. we appreciate it regardless. <laughs> <laughs> man, I love making jokes like that because you, you, man, your butthole gets so tight so quick. I got to make diamonds somehow, Jay. <laughs> uh, welcome to our, our show, Fix It. Uh, I am Jay. That's Adam. You may know us uh, as the as the demigods of podcast uh, of YouTube reaction content previewed. You may know us from there. You also may know us from our lemonade stand that we host. Uh, in our neighborhood from time to time. From when, time to time. When we're, you know, we just have a free afternoon and we just want to sell some lemonade. Yeah, $5 a cup. Uh, this is our show, Fix It, where every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark. Maybe didn't quite get there. Maybe just uh, lo- made a wish and lost its powers. <sighs> and we fix it. And uh, today, uh, this week, we are going to be fixing uh, the, I want to say it was 2020? Technically I'm going to be totally honest with you Anything that came out during the pandemic It all just It's all mushed into one year Oh yeah I believe it was originally supposed to come out Summer of 2020 But then of course Movies weren't happening So it got pushed back and then I want to say it's back. 2021 I want to say the end of 20 I think it was Christmas 21 when it came out Okay well, the Because 20- it kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it And I was like We're never getting out of this Let's just put on HBO Max. Yeah, the 2021 feature, Wonder Woman 1984. Hello, gentlemen. Producer Brian here. Didn't expect to be here this soon, but here I am. So let's go on a Wonder Woman 84 release date journey. Originally supposed to come out December 13th, 2019, it was actually moved up to November of 2019. But when the pandemic hit, it was moved back to June 5th, 2020, then August 14th, 2020, and then October 2nd, 2020. That's when the producers and the Warner Brothers team decided to release it on Christmas of 2020, both limited in theaters and streaming on HBO Max. So to answer your question, Wonder Woman 1984 came out in the U.S. on December 25th, 2020. Back to you, gentlemen. The sequel to uh, the very the hugely celebrated Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, a great movie. A, a, a movie that all of us were very excited for. Yeah. A movie that even from just looking at the view counts from our trailer reactions to it, even mm-hmm. though we accidentally did it twice. Because they released the same trailer twice. They did. They they, they really did. It's one do of that. our funniest videos, though. Yeah. Because halfway through, we realize it's the same, same trailer. trailer. 
Um, but those videos did, I mean, we did made two of them and they both did very well. Uh, people were really excited for this movie. And then, and, and I, I would, I would think that the industry at large would blame the release situation, would blame the pandemic for this movie not doing that well. And I think the long or the short of it is, is that this movie just really just didn't do the thing. It properly. was the script, Jay. Yes. It wasn't the pandemic's fault. It wasn't any of the actors fault. It's a great cast. It's a great cast. The script was really bad, Jay. Yeah. It's a terrible script. I just... Uh, I, I did uh, my watch along uh, once again with uh, the previewed Discord server. Uh, every week uh, we do a Discord movie watch along with what, whatever we're fixing the next week. Uh, because I got to watch it and I might as well do it with you all. If you guys are not part of the previewed Discord community. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the link below. And if you are uh, on any of the podcatchers, the link is in the description. Join the Discord server. It's where all the peaches hang out. It's a lot of really, really cool people talking about really, really cool stuff. Um, or fun, cool people yeah, that talking too. about fun, cool stuff. No, I'm rebranding it. Oh, just they're just cool. Definitely they're no longer out. fun. You hear that, people? You're no longer fun. But we, but uh, I watched it with uh, the peaches, and the thing that really kept coming up uh, over and over again in the watch along was I don't fundamentally understand what's going on. Yep, and that is that is a very that is a very scary place for a movie to exist in, especially when it's a superhero movie, when the, usually the plots in these are pretty cut and dry. Well, they're supposed to be. But, like, the amount of times where it was just like, so how did how does this work? It, it was like, it, it, this movie fell into the, the realm of, I, I'm questioning the reality of what's going on. Yeah, what are the rules here? What are the rules here? We don't know what the rules are. Exactly. At no point do we ever know... What the rules of the game are, Jay. And what's frustrating is, is that I think the movie makers understand, but they just don't communicate to us as an audience what what any of it actually means. Nope. And it all comes down to uh, Maxwell Lord, played by Space and Mushroom Daddy, Pedro Pascal, um, who I think gives a very good performance. Yes. But it gets to a situation where he... He wishes himself in to be the wishing stone, and then that's where the wheels fall off because we don't really understand. Well, we didn't even know what he had in his hand yet. We don't fundamentally understand what he's capable of. No, and it doesn't really make a ton of sense. It doesn't. And it, and and his his uh, uh, for me, what it came down to was like he got himself to be rich and successful, and that's what he always wanted. And then I don't know why he's getting to a point where he is wishing the world into a state of utter disarray when it was like, you just want to be on top. Why are you getting this to a point where there's going to be a nuclear disaster, sir? What's I understand that maybe like, you know, things got out of hand and it's a commentary on greed is good. But like there's a self there's also a self-preservation to the concept of greed is good that I find completely like loses the plot. I wish I had answers for you, Jay. <laughs> nor neither do I nor the movie have any for you. We we got a lot of really good performances out of this. I think we can we I think we can both agree that Gal Gadot is her Wonder Woman is like one of the better superhero castings we've ever gotten. Yeah. I think she's awesome. She is awesome. And does, she also does a good job of being Diana as well. She does do a good job of being Diana. Just the script was bad. 
But if anything, the, the, the biggest sin of this Wonder Woman movie is that she's barely Wonder Woman in it. Yes, she is. They run around. Her and Steve running around. That, well, I'm sorry, who? That's not Steve. Okay. But, but we'll get there. Okay. I, yeah, we got to We, 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 we before, have to get into the we, actual structure yes, of the show because the, the, we're we starting. We have structure of the show, Jay. The what are, are the rules of this <laughs> podcast, Jay? Well, I do know those. <laughs> the rules of the podcast state that I must now ask you before we get any further into discussing the movie. Jay, how you doing? Um, I'm a mixed bag right now, man. <laughs> I'm a mixed bag. Um, I, I unfortunately like a trail mix. Yeah, He's I'm <laughs> like a trail mix, but some of the pieces aren't food. Oh no! Like, why is there like a nut? There's nuts and bolts in here. Why is there like oh yummy M and M's and bag of glass? And yum yum! I'm like I'm pretty sure this is like one of those like little like uh, it's like a little brat's doll head. Why is this in here? There's a lot of random of the you know there's flotsam <laughs> and jetsam. Um, uh oh. But uh, yeah, I just I seem to have caught whatever Kimberly had two weeks ago, and it's just kind of been kicking my butt left and right, which is frustrating. But also, like, you know, if anything, it's like it it makes me upset. Being sick sucks, of course, but it's like just it forces me to get off the wheel. And the only thing worse than like being sick is like having to like get back on the wheel. Sure. While still kind of like, you know, like yesterday, like we had two, we just had two videos to make. And I was like, I'm playing hurt. I was like, we, but we have to mm-hmm. like, that's just the only, that's the only way it's going to, it's going to work out. Um, fortunately, the peaches were really understanding of cut some things coming out late. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. All the kind words and tweets were really, really kind. Um, but other than that, like life's good. I mean, like, uh, I felt the baby kick a couple of times. Oh, you did? <laughs> which is really, which is both simultaneously really exciting, but also like kind of weird and body horror esque. You know what I mean? Yes, Jay. Uh, it's that's like, where my head goes immediately. It's, like it's the, just it's, body horror. It's the miracle of life, and it's like, and it's like that's my that's my child. Yeah. That's that like what an amazing blessing. What a, like what a wonderful miracle this is. But also like. I've seen Alien, like you know what I mean. Yes, Jay. So it's 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 kind of a, it's <laughs> definitely a mixed bag, um, but Kimberly's being such a trooper, and uh, she's really she's getting an A plus at being pregnant. And uh, wait, is she allowed to know that though? No, I don't tell her. Jay, that. don't tell her that. <laughs> you tell that afterwards. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah. You gotta, you yeah. Let her know that you got to grade the test. It's, really, it's going to take you a while I'm, to grade the test. <laughs> I got my red pen. Yeah. Just as a heads up. I'm really proud of her. She's doing a good job. She's relatively keeping it together relatively considering the magnitude of what <laughs> of what it is sure she's doing great okay great like and that's the thing i have to keep in mind here she gets down on herself sometimes i'm like you are building a soul uh, you are doing the closest thing we have to a miracle to magic <laughs> like it's the closest thing yes. we have so like cut yourself a little bit of slack you know what i mean i do so but also that's been another part like being frustrated about being sick is that like um, like I feel bad complaining to Kimberly cause she's like, well, I got, I had this two weeks ago and I was pregnant while I also had this. And I was like, I, you so win. suck it up nerd. You, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I get it. You win, you win, you always will win. And I was like, yeah. And then the baby will come and then you won't win anymore. She's like, no, I'll still win. Yeah, I'm, I still I'm the mom. win. Yep. yep. I win. <laughs> she's like, I don't think you understand how this works. I win forever. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You've cool. given up all leverage. Yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm just, I I am very gracious for ha- the people having patience for me in my life, including you. Thank you for being a good buddy. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I'm, I feel like I let you down a lot, but 
I appreciate you being patient with me. It's it's, it's an hourglass, and the sand does run out. But the <laughs> good thing about an hourglass, you can turn it back over. So <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, but we're getting there. We only, got, we only got one more Last of Us. Yeah, and then it's just Wednesdays. Yeah, and then you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well. Oh. Yeah. You, oh, okay. No. 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 Here's the thing. Oh, whoa, 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 And the point, and the thing is, is that what frustrates me is that the point that you made, I actually agree with. Yes. But you can't, you keep, you, you have a dichotomy Ooh. about Last of Us going away. Sure. And are the scope of what we have to make YouTube wise kind of narrows a little bit. Okay. Because you're like, man, we're going to have a little bit more free time. We're going to, it's like, it's, things are going to chill out a little bit. It's going to be a little bit chiller. And yada, yada. I'm like, isn't that going to be great? I think we're both really need that. Yada, yada, yada. And then on the other hand, you're like, okay, we're going to have a meeting about what we're going to do since we don't have as much stuff to make. It's like, awesome. We're going to do this, 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 this. And I was like, the hours are filling back up. Yes. There's no. <laughs> okay. We're going to have a good job today. Make sure everyone's got your job. Buddy, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, and this is for a little inside baseball for the peaches at home. Mondays, it turns out, are really, really important to us. I hate the, the schedule that dude. we have worked out for us, that we dude. have kind of found ourselves into the past year or so. Having Monday available to just so not we can shoot. just wrap our heads around what we yes, have to do. That we can just do some <laughs> office work. It's a big do some Discord stuff. Even do some social media stuff. Just do tippy tappy on the tippy tappy tippy tippy tappy. All the work stuff aside, I think for me it's just like having the sec. It's like the calm before the storm. Yes. It's like okay. It's for me. It's not even. It's not even about having the like the time to get all the other stuff done. That's great. Yeah. I just like have a moment <laughs> where it's like I because like I Kimberly's not here. I can just oh, sit and be like I can look at my calendar and be like, cool. Here's how we're gonna execute mm-hmm. this week. But like, man, yeah, this Monday having those Mondays like as a shoot day, really, yeah, really. Because Tuesday been... we have you know you stream at night. It's usually Mario Party. Wednesday's always been a Disney thing, and Thursday you know sometimes is free, but sometimes we have to do something on a Thursday. Thursday's for... usually filler. Yeah, like we just do whatever we need to Friday's do. Friday's the podcast. Yeah, and then Jackbox with the Peaches or Fall Guys, and then KB best friends. friends, and then like and then so like Monday starts little, again, little and then it's things like every day. So like this, yeah, Monday is that has been that island of just like we don't have to actually shoot anything. It's today. the only we can just think and figure stuff out. But also, <sighs> Last of Us has been very good for the channel. Oh, it's so fantastic. I can't, so I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to sit here and be mad. Oh no! But, but like, it just it's it's nice to have that meant that that free mental space. I've been a little spot run show. down. I mean, yes, because we haven't had our Mondays. That's why I got sick. I think. Damn it, HBO! Can't you just put up all these amazing shows like on a Thursday night instead of Sunday? And I know what. Uh, there's a lot of people in the comments that are like, um, actually. Out Sunday night, so technically, shouldn't you be doing it Sunday? Shut up, Craig. <laughs> it's too late. Shut Craig. up, Craig. <laughs> um, actually, um, apparently, <laughs> the Zillow piece is actually part of season one, episode 12 of Blood Wars. Thank you. You're, <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I believe you. I, I believe appreciate you. the backup. I yep. believe you. Here's all the here's all the facts about uh, Transformers Beast Wars you didn't know. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. I, I'm not going to apologize for not knowing all of their names. The Beast, the Transformer Beast Wars? Oh, man, yeah, man. Those comments lit us up. Oh, really? Because we just didn't know everybody and didn't know all the right terms. Oh, I couldn't. I, 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 couldn't, exactly. I couldn't tell you. Any, yeah. Exactly. App, Optimus Primal. I, I remember enjoying that show. Can that be enough? Can no, that, Jay! Can that be enough? 
Recite chapter and verse of the Bible. We are not the, the smart ones. No, we're not. We're not the smart <laughs> we're ones. We're the fun ones. We're never been, we've never been the smart ones. Come on. Anyways. So yeah, I'm great. You know? <laughs> yep, yep, you are. I'm great. I'm great. great. I'm great, man. I'm <laughs> great. 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 All right, so Wonder Woman. Okay, let's actually get really, let's let, let us get in <laughs> to Wonder Woman 1984. Um, for those of you who maybe have not, are listening to this podcast and have, <sighs> not, uh, and have not watched Wonder Woman 1984, um, Adam, in our, in our new favorite segment, um, why don't you fill in the people uh, who maybe need a refresher on Wonder Woman 1984 in our new segment, Plot Drop. Oh, what's in the plot? It's the Plot Drop. You know, Brian actually actually made a thing. I know, right? but it's okay. fun It's fun to have two, to, you know, you two. get a bunch of different flavors. Oh, okay, yeah. You know? Sure. Give them that Plot Drop. Nope. No, nope. <laughs> I'm returning that to the kitchen, please. No, thank you. I didn't order that. Oh, give them that Plot Drop. Step in time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just you know, we're workshopping new stuff. Old timey British, you know. Sir. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, the plot drop. <laughs> you better start this plot drop, or I'm gonna just okay. keep throwing takes. Here we go. All it's right. 1984, so like 70 ish years since World War One. Okay. I'm just about 70 years. Wonder Woman, Diana, has been Wonder Womaning throughout time. We don't know exactly what she's been doing, but she's apparently been one rooming a little bit here and there. But she works for the Smithsonian Institute in the, in DC, and she's got a, a, a new colleague. Her name is Barbara Minerva, who will eventually be Cheetah. Um, she's from the comics, and they get some stone that they think is some tchotchke, some fake thing. But it turns out, it's a wishing stone that grants somebody a wish, but. We don't know the rules of mm-hmm. the stone, so we don't really know what's going on in the story. But they make, people start making wishes, and they start coming true. And Steve, because Diana wishes Steve was back, because she hasn't gotten over him after 70 years. And so Steve's soul inhabits another guy's body. And that's a whole a whole thing. I just, mm, we'll it's talk about thing. that we're momentarily. Talk about that second. It's kind of weird. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Barbara wishes she was more like Diana because Diana is so, so sexy and so cool and so confident and just, like, smart and everything, uh, unbeknownst to her that she's actually Wonder Woman. And then uh, Pedro Pascal is there, and he's Maxwell Lord from the comics, but he's not, like, the comic character at all, and he wants the Wishing Stone because he somehow knew about it and wishes to be the Wishing Stone, and he has wishing powers... And again, we don't know the rules behind, so we don't really understand what's going on, but he starts making everyone's wish come true or, like, trying to lead them down the wishing path to get them to wish for a thing and then takes whatever he wants from them. I don't know. The whole thing... The whole movie is basically like, hey, lies are bad. Everyone should believe in the truth because the truth is way better than living a life of a lie. Yeah. But they were trying to go about that moral story through how wishes are bad. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, eventually, Max gets the entire world to like start wishing for things, so he has ultimate power, and then the world's gonna explode. And then Diana has a speech that somehow also gets 
Because um, the lasso of truth is around his leg. I don't know, but he wasn't in front of the cameras anymore. I'm not. She somehow has a speech in the room with Pedro Pascal that somehow gets broadcast to everyone on the planet. And then somehow, every, but her speech, which really wasn't well written, somehow gets everybody on the yeah. planet to then like, uh, what was it? They, I, I renounced my wish. Everyone renounces their wish Everyone. on the planet, which is bullcrap. Uh, and then a crisis all averted. But yeah. I think like everyone still remembered what just happened. Yeah. But everything's back to normal, I guess. And then she just goes back on Wonder Womaning until she runs into the Justice League 30 years later. Yeah. It's not great. It's not great. It's actually, actually kind of bad. On rewatching, I was like, oh, this is worse than I remember. I, I'm going to be honest. I was really rooting for this movie. I wanted this movie to be good because I liked the first Wonder Woman, and, and I think it may be one of the better like DC outings. Oh, and it was kind yes. of the shining. It was kind of the shining beacon of like what DC can work. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like it can work like that. And honestly, I would say Aquaman as well. Sure. There were, like those movies, I was and like Shazam. This, this was this was the first movie of yeah. It was Wonder Woman then. Then Shazam, then Aquaman, but like it was like, oh crap, this movie. Because remember, it, it was like it was really good, and then uh, when she walks across no man's land and the and the cello hits, yeah, it was like, oh, whoa, it's oh, good. That's so it's good. real good. It was so good that even the the third act fight with uh, Ares is like this isn't well, it's okay. This is kind of standard superhero affair. This isn't the best, but like everything was so good before it. Like you know what? The, we yeah, don't really care. It does, this is, doesn't this really is fun. The cello was only used in the in the eighty four. For like six seconds, yeah. At the towards the last fight, not when she was even fighting Cheetah. I think it was just when she was uh, fighting the like the goons with guns with the the cool uh, um, Kingdom Come outfit for a hot second. Yeah, and that's it. Then, then they never use the theme, her theme again. It doesn't show up anywhere else in the movie, which is just how did that theme song? She's got one of the best superhero theme songs, yeah, of all time. Like up there with this original Superman, original Batman. It's really good. Yeah, I can't think of another one because like it's this. it's like it it evokes it evokes so much of the character and it evokes so much of the backstory. Yes, it it just like it's it is extraordinarily evocative and it didn't yeah it just didn't really it wasn't there. But also it just there's a lot of like development of character in this that just like complete. We spend so much time with Maxwell Lord in this movie. Yeah. And we bear like there in the like after the first like Wonder Woman sequence in the mall. Yes, we don't see Wonder Woman again until like an hour. Yeah, after that when they're the the car chase scene. Yeah, yeah, and then we're we're to believe that she's slowly losing her powers, even though everyone else's side effects are drastic and and real and apparent pretty much immediately. Are they? I would be like quicker than I would like be led to believe than what's happening with Wonder Woman. Okay. And then I have to be explained that she's losing her powers and it's cause it's not apparent. Uh-huh. The one time where it's like the, the last, she slips off the lasso and while she's grabbing yeah. those kids, yeah. those dolls. she's like, Oh, I'm losing my powers. I was like, or just the rope slipped. Yeah. Like I, I, I would believe that too. Like it's not, it you seems like a slippery rope. Yeah. You've been telling me all this stuff and haven't been showing me any of it. And they just don't develop the. They don't develop the right things in this movie. They don't at all. Well, let's okay. At the beginning of this movie, 
starts. It takes place on Themyscira at some point in the past. Diana's still a kid yeah. because they wanted to have in kid uh, Diana back because that actress was adorable and, uh, and cute, and like we liked Themyscira. She was a cutie. So cutie. they do a ninja warrior Themyscira, and it's a race, and Diana's winning. But she gets knocked off her horse. She's like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to win. My horse is long gone. How am I going to get through the course? And then she sees like a, an aqueduct or a slide or a sewer or whatever. She's like, well, I'm just going to slide down this thing and catch up to my horse. A smart move. She slides down the slide. She doesn't hit the marker. She, but she doesn't hit the marker. Catches up to her horse, continues the race, gets there first. And just as she's about to win... The I for uh, whatever the the lice lady who died in the first movie or whatever yeah. um, pulls her away because you can't win because she was gonna win off of a lie, and then she has this whole little speech about how you can't lying is bad you got to be truthful lies don't something lies are bad truth good but like on rewatching the scene for a second time that doesn't lying Diana didn't lie. No, no part of her being smart and sliding down the, the, the slide but missing the marker is, was a lie. She just didn't follow the rules, yeah. which is not a lie. So the speech of like, oh, this is going to be the moral of the movie. Lies, bad, truth, good, which makes sense for the times we're living in. Like, I get what you're going for. But this scene did not show that. This showed something else. So like, if you set up a different scene of like, uh, Hippolyta having to deal with a couple of people with a uh, with a disagreement and like trying to f- to sniff out the lie mm-hmm. and some something of that. Then sure, let Diana learns a lesson about you know always you know trying to be truthful to yourself and truthful to the people around you. Blah 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 blah. But she just wanted to r- win a race because she was a kid. Yeah, and so the the whole movie is set up on a bad premise because like yeah you're right truth is good and lies are bad but let, you didn't show that. And then you didn't, you tried to later on when they're opening the book and like, oh, this is what's really going on. This stone that has been going or these powers have been floating around for like two hours at this point. It's actually this guy who was just like a name or reading off a thing. Like, okay, Lord of Lies, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. But like, and then uh, Barbara goes like, but wishes aren't lies. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. So you're kind of right, Barbara. You're, 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 yeah. You, wishes kind of aren't lies. This is what is happening <laughs> and then Mac ha- Max has his speech, and then Diana has her speech at the end, and is like, yeah, again, you're right. Like, this has all turned out bad, but, like, not everyone's going to renounce their wish because, like, some people, probably kids, are probably in really bad situations and probably just wish that, you know, they weren't in those bad situations anymore. Yeah. So they wouldn't just renounce their wish because Wonder Woman told them to. Yeah. So... It's a bad setup for a movie, Jay. Yeah, I just, it, for me, it just breaks down to, I just don't understand what, I think the Max Maxwell Lord wishing himself to be the wishing stone is too, is clever and interesting if you explain it properly. And you like, give me, you give me the consequences of what they've done. I feel like they keep telling me that the consequences, the monkey's paw of these wishes is very, very bad. But I feel like the only one that actually shows me the consequences of their actions is Barbara. Yeah. When like, but also like, oh, you've lost your humanity. It's like, well, the only thing she did was kick the crap out of that guy who was harassing her on the street. Yes. So like, he didn't, he didn't show, you know. It, to me, the first time seeing the movie, it was like when Barbara was like starting to get mean or whatever, it just seemed like a consequence of her like realizing what it was like to 
have confidence and feel attractive and get attention from people and like be strong enough to like handle her own business and like, you know, be able to talk in front of a group and like be magnanimous and like be funny, like all the things she really wanted to be and the things like, well, her life is changing. She's not exactly used to being popular or having these skills. So, okay, sure. She, maybe this, you know, she's doing a couple of things that maybe weren't the most moral of things, but at the, but as you said in the movie, like, but she really didn't until the, like the white Mm -hmm. house scene when she like falls, like she didn't really do anything wrong. So like, how, how is she losing her humanity? When we're not really, she just beat up a guy that was harassing her. I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. How dare you? That's yeah. not, yeah, he gets that. I don't, yeah. It was, you didn't, you showed, you showed the wrong thing trying to get me to go along with a message that you're not, your message and your visuals are not the same. They're not working in concert with each other. <laughs> They're two separate tracks. And I also just want to see Wonder Woman kicking butt. And it's, look, look. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot could make a burlap sack look like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she just like the, she just has like her physique. She you can drape whatever you want on her fashion wise, and she looks fantabulous. And I would I would argue that Chris Pine keeps up with that. Yeah, he's he's an attractive man. But like, and and that's great. And I actually like like her portrayal of Diana. Yes, I think they've done a nice job with that. Yeah, but also like, hey guys, hey guys. Like I just yes, come on, like let's go. I want to see fight some stuff. Let's party. When that when that cello, like of all the instruments to drop a beat on us, yeah. Who would have thought the cello would be a great one? Because when the cello drops, it's like oh, it's so on right now. So good, you don't even know. Well, it's like how in Mandalorian, it's like an alto recorder. Everyone's like, that's so amazing. Like, it's the dorkiest instrument you've ever seen. If you see someone actually play it, it's like, oh, so they made a saxophone out of a recorder? Oh, no, you're going in a locker. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, no, but like, and that, like, that, that was, I would argue, the best part of the Snyder cut was all of the Wonder Woman stuff when it's just like, oh, the recut of the bank scene was just like, no, she's straight up bodies, fools. She, and oh, it's awesome. yes. And she, I believe he used the theme. I believe he used her oh, theme a, in that. A thousand percent. Yes, he did. But like, I want more of that. Yes. I want that. Yes. And it just, this just did it not. It didn't deliver at all. that at all. No. Anyways, I think, I think we need to move into. The big elephant in the room. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, Brian. He's a big elephant. Brian, how dare you? Before we move into our fixes, uh, Brian, why don't you uh, let us know about Wonder Woman 1984 and roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen. Today we are trying to fix 2020's Wonder Woman 1984. Directed by Patty Jenkins and written by Patty Jenkins, Jeff Johns, and David Callahan, this movie stars Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal, and Gal Gadot. Yes, Gal Gadot. This movie cost around $200 million and ended up making $169.6 million. As previously discussed, this movie had a ton of new release dates and eventually came out December 25th, 2020, both in theaters and on HBO Max. 23% of HBO Max users actually signed up to watch it, and it was the most watched straight-to-streaming movie in 2020, beating Hamilton. 
And if you care, Wonder Woman 84 has a 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Adam, before I forget, you were talking about the release order of DCEU movies before. Well, it's Wonder Woman in 2017, Aquaman in 2018, and Shazam in 2019. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Great job, Brian. Well done, Brian. Brava. You did it once again. That was hard because it was just a streaming movie at the end. It sure was. They were really trying for a theatric release, but... Nope, it was Man, not in the cards for this movie. Everybody wasn't everybody trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know that Fast Nine would be the one that would get us back. It was our first movie back. It was. Yeah. It was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Before okay, before we get into our fixes, I think there's one hanging Chad that we have not mentioned. Hanging Chad. <laughs> and I could feel you getting into it, and I was like, it's a tr- it's a tricky thing to talk about. Yes. The Chris Pine stuff. Chris Pine, let's put it this way. Chris Pine should have just been Chris Pine. He should have not been another inside another dude. The president's wish makes nukes appear that were not there beforehand. Yeah. There are so many wishes that just make things happen. Yeah. And then for some reason, Diana's wish puts a dead man in another man. Why? Yeah. Because it just complicated the situation. It didn't. And everyone else sees him as that man. I was waiting for a scene in the movie where we're like, oh my God, Trent? Yeah. Like, you're quantum leaping right now. You quantum leaped Chris Pine for no reason. And it's just, it's a little fraught. It's a little weird. Yeah, because if you think about it for a second, you're like, wait a second. Yeah, I don't. Wait a second. I don't love it. It's not great. When it just could have been him showing up. Yeah, it just that that's the biggest sin of it It was just like I was I'm with you with all the wishes. I think the only reason. Well, there's one plot reason uh, the complication works for the script is that like, oh, we need to get to Cairo because Max is about to meet with like the Uh that guy from Balalia. And I was like, oh, but you don't have a passport or like you don't. So like we need to somehow commandeer this fully fueled up jet from the Masonian and then I'm going to turn invisible. Like, so like that was, oh, we, you can't get on a normal plane. So we have to use this plane. Oh, because of there is, but like you could have just like, you're, you've been dead for 70 years. Steve. There is no way. There is no way that jet had enough fuel in it no. to fly to Egypt. No, it didn't. There's no way. And back. No, 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 no. And you'd be like, oh, well, they refilled in Egypt. Where? (laughs) Where? It was invisible. That was so stupid. But that sequence of them flying through the fireworks in the invisible jet, I was like, I can't can't be mad at this. This The way they did the invisible jet, also an interesting idea. It's an interesting idea. My father hid the island. I've been trying to figure out that trick. I don't. A good idea. Honestly, it's the closest thing to an ex. And people are like, that's a little too easy. And I'm like, ah. I mean, we wanted the invisible jet and we got it. So, yeah. Yep. So one good, let me, I'll end it with this. One good thing about this movie, it's not all bad. The one really good thing about this movie was after Diana renounces her wish and she learns to fly. was a very, very good scene. Yes. It was very well done. It's really good, but also kind of stupid. That's a large amount of this movie. A lot of it is like, ah, this is kind of dumb. But I mean, I you had it. 70 years, Diana. You think, I mean, you're, you're freaking Wonder Woman. It took you this long to figure out how to fly. Yeah. I feel like you, I mean, you're awesome. You're amazing. I, feel I like, also don't believe that she would have more connections around doing what she was doing. And that goes into my fix a little bit. Oh, you mean just like around the world and stuff like this, knowing people like, and like, having yeah, like a little... I, I believe that like she could, like she works at the Smithsonian. 
I yeah. believe that like she maybe has some pull. Oh, I see what you're you know saying. What I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, this movie definitely needs a fix. It. Jay, you're going first. I am indeed going first. So Jay, fix it. Fix it. <laughs> All right. Here's my here's my thesis statement for my fix for Wonder Woman. All right. 1984. I am keeping it Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. I'm keeping the time frame. I think the set piece is really fun. I think it's it sets up enough time has passed, but it also gives us like a fun. It it, it gives a little bit more fun. Okay. You know what I mean. The movie needs to be more fun. Yeah. Um, I am. The opening is going to uh, be the the mall, okay. But interstitched with her stopping this crime at the mall, um, is going to be uh, her kind of describing her time since World War One, mm-hmm. and it's going to be interstitched with like her kicking butt and stuff like that. And we're sure. Gonna... And like in lower times, like it will be like flashbacks to like how she got here and like sure, yeah. And Diana explaining like what like where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes like as we get through that sequence, um, and she kind of saves the day, like the bad guys fall on the car like that. Sure, yeah. Which I actually liked that stunt in the movie. Cause I was like, wow, the top of that car really collapsed good. I was like, that was a good stunt. Yeah, it was a good I was stunt. Like, yeah. And that's four dudes. Like that would be really hard not to hurt somebody. Good mm. job, everybody. Um, honestly, I've I've come to appreciate stunt work because of you yep. more often because you notice it a lot more than I do. But I've started to pick it up more. Um, and then we come to find out that her talking about and then it talks about her um, losing Steve, and then it comes to that uh, we see that uh, it's Diana sitting at a kind of grief anonymous, like a grief oh, support group. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and uh, obviously, like some of the language is like coded and stuff like that. Um, so she doesn't give away that she's like immortal. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's. it's <laughs> um, but we find uh, that uh, she uh, she's at like at, at the grief support group, um, and everyone's like, "Oh, thank you so much for sharing." Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. Like you've took some there's some cra- like some interesting liberties in there, and she's like, "Yeah, but this is anonymous, right?" And they're like, oh, "Okay." Um, <laughs> Uh, but then we find that there is a, a new, a, like a new person comes to join Greece Anonymous, um, and it's uh, Barbara. Okay, uh, who comes to, and she's like, "Hey, I just I just moved into um, uh, I just moved into the neighborhood. Um, I'm starting to work at the Smithsonian, like, and I heard that this was here. So, and we come to learn that uh, Barbara has lost her sister. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's been a little bit tragic." And then uh, that's where, like, the, the beginning of the friendship between Diana and Barbara starts at actually gr- grief support group. Okay. And then uh, through uh, <laughs> uh, through that, um, we see kind of their friendship uh, blossoming. And then, but we also see Barbara's first day at the Smithsonian. Um, and uh, she's kind of getting the tour of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they pass by Diana's office. Um, lights her off and, and she's like, Oh, Diana, I, I know her. And they're like, no, you don't <laughs> No, She still is nerdy and kind of dorky. Sure. Like, obviously like it, not up to snuff. And they're like, no, you don't like, she's a world renowned. Like she's, 
she has she's a laureate like she she comes and goes as she pleases it's a kind of like we can't fire her because she reads languages that we haven't even comprehended yet like she's she's the closest thing we have around here to like a god of this stuff <laughs> and they're and they're like you don't they were like that's cute ha ha ha, ha. of course you know diana yada 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 um and so uh it it comes to like uh barbara uh uh, figures out uh, like, oh, okay, I know Diana's relationship with the Smithsonian here. And then uh, we eventually see, you know, we see a little bit more Wonder Womaning, mm-hmm. but we start to get that she is helping people um, at the cost of um, her social life. Sure. Like it's, she's not showing up to work obviously, but she's getting away with it. Mm-hmm. Like she, she and Barbara like try to like meet up a bunch of times. Barbara's like trying to like hang out with mm-hmm. her, but she's always like kind of bailing or like in the middle of dinner, like has to go. Like it is very clearly like she's not spider manning in this whole situation, spider man in the whole situation. And Barbara f- like finally, um, gets mad and yeah. breaks into her office, uh, in off hours and kind of starts going through her things to be like, what are you up to? Are you doing drugs? What are you doing? Oh. And I like the idea of she, she thinking it's drugs. And I like the idea of because her sister like, it, like succumbed to, to, to addiction. Uh, so she thinks that it's, she thinks that it's addiction. That's very good. Okay, great. Um, and so she's breaking in to be like, oh, where am I going to find your stash? Yep. Like, I'm not, I'm going I'm to help you. There's, it's yeah. not, it's not a suspicion in a mean way. It's a caring way. Well, yeah, especially because she just lost her sister and she doesn't want to lose somebody else to the um, same thing. Absolutely. And like, she's showing up with bruises and stuff sometimes. Like, it's obvious that like something's up. And then I think when she breaks into her office and kind of goes through and sees some of the pictures on mantles and stuff, like Barbara is a good, is also a very, very good yes. like anthropologist yes. and starts going through stuff. And she figures out, <laughs> basically Barbara figures out that she's Wonder Woman. Yes. He's like, you've been playing it real coy and real cute and like trying to stay out of the papers. But like, there have been enough descriptions of like what you are and what you've been wearing. And it is very clearly lining up with like these, these like Barbara has this whole like, she basically like uh, Barbara invites Diana over, and Barbara has like a whole like board, okay. like murder Guys. board, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like you're, and the, like it's very cute and all. Like they have like a nice meal, and she's just like, I like I found out you're Wonder Woman, and Diana's like, um, like oh, uh, she like kind of pushes her away, sure, like pushes Barbara away, um, and then uh, she doesn't she she doesn't like tell her that she's wrong, but she was like. I am Wonder Woman. The fact that you know this is very dangerous and you can't be a part of this. She was like, and Barbara's like the whole time, like I've had someone push me out of their lives because they thought I wouldn't understand or couldn't handle it. And they're dead now. So I like, you can't get rid of me. And Diana's like, I'm going to have to, um, you have no idea. Like I've been doing this for a very long time. I have a lot of enemies. I don't have time for friends, Barbara. Um, and then, okay, so that's kind of like our first act. Yes. That takes place in about a half hour. Cool. Yeah. I apologize. I'm kind of like running out of like vocal stamina. Um, act two, uh, we have Diana gets a call, gets like a message from Themyscira. Oh. And uh, basically tying it into Justice League, mm-hmm. she gets a message from Themyscira that the box that they have, the right. reality box that they have, like the the situation, like the setup they have it is not safe enough, and like stuff has started like coming out of it, and like they like parademons. 
Yeah. Okay. Like they need they need help containing it because where they have it is clearly not safe enough. Okay. So like they call out to Diana being like, "Hey, you need to come back and like like cuz you're the you're the one that like helped set it, set this up the first time. You are going to have to like help us out here." Sure. So she she basic she has connections at the Smithsonian Aerospace. <laughs> And she, while can make a jet invisible, right? Um, but Barb, we have a barber that follows her and sneaks onto the plane that she steals. Barbara. So we have Barbara going along with Diana to the mascara. Sure. And and then Barbara fig- or and Diana figuring out that Barbara's there, like as they're landing and being like, "Oh crap, you." It's a good thing you're not a man. You have no idea what you just walked into. Um. Well, you know all those books about the the the, the, the island of the Amazon. Well, it's all real. Um, here we go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. But I like the idea of because this you got to lean into your actor's strengths. Yes. Because I want to see Kristen Wiig pretend to be an like put on the garb and pretend <laughs> to be an Amazon. <laughs> That's, you know, that's like funny. her strong name. That's like, funny. Hey, everybody, what's up? Oh, like yeah. posing with the I'm also stuff. Lou Strong. Yep. Yeah, I coordinated. Watch me go. <laughs> we. <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna throw the spear. Ha ha. And so, um, we we get to the palace. <laughs> Barbara's found out, but she's with Diana, so they're, they're and she's also a woman, so they're like, whatever. That's fine. Um, we'll, we'll you're gonna have to just like pleasantly forget about this. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, or we'll kill you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll find like, you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so they get the the four one one on the box, um, and uh, Wonder Woman uh, goes to defeat like the demons that are coming out of it, and also like contain this thing. Um, and they get it back, and they're like, "We need to take this into like the deeper halls of our like halls of wonder." And Barbara's like, um, "Excuse me, halls of wonder? What?" What? And they're like, oh, well, that's where we keep like all of our like most dangerous artifacts and things like that. Yes. And she's like, oh, I would like to see all of that, please. <laughs> like, and, and and they're like, well, you already know, you're already here. You might as well. I mean, it's very dangerous. Please don't touch anything. So like, they're carrying this box like deeper into. It's like we're gonna have. And Diane the whole time is like, I like we're gonna have to get schematics for something a lot more drastic than what we had it in. Yeah. Which inevitably will lead to the the that, sequence well, that we see, saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, of course, of course. Um, it's like, you know what happens? Like if these get together and she's like, if they it, like the one in Atlantis is about as safe as it can be. And, and Barbara's like Atlantis, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. What? Um, and I, they approach, um, they pass, um, uh, a good amount of, uh, they're walking through like their halls of wonder and you see like, and, and Barbara's like, Oh, well, how did you, how do you find all of these things? And uh, like the first device they pass is uh, like a, it's a headdress and it's uh, it's called the, the the muse's eye or the eye of the muse. Sure. And it's the, how you basically like find magic in, in the world. Cool. And it's like we use this like to kind of contain like God touched items. Yeah. Um, and they inevitably pass um, our, our wishing stone um, as they are. Um, and they also uh, pass a. Um, forgive me. I cannot remember this name. Uh, they they pass a a shrine with several different like jewelry items. Mm-hmm. Um, to the god um uh the cheetah god. Uh, oh uh, yes, I Urz can't. Katarga. I, I, yes, Urz Katarga. I, you I know don't know what? if I'm saying that right. Good enough. Good enough. Uh, I, yeah, I was and looking at that like, name a lot. Oh, well, that's, yeah, I don't, yeah. 
that's kind of like as much as like Diana is a patron to her God. Like this is another God that like it, it is a patron, but it almost like it, it's it's a little bit more of invasive and a little bit more of an apex predator. It, it's it's a dangerous deity to become a to become your patron. There's other panth- pantheons out there. It's not just the Greek one. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're like, so the, the dangerous ones, we try to contain the best we mm-hmm, can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just because they hurt people. Yep. <clears throat> but they're very powerful. Yep. Um, as they're moving past the wishing stone and they get that whole lowdown. Um, I like the idea of the, the box freaking out again and uh, like more monsters coming out that need to be fought. Sure. But through the process of fighting these monsters uh, and this can be movie magic in the best way possible. Okay. Um, but the, the stone gets knocked off and uh, Diana grabs it. And uh, in in this case, it's as we're walking past before all this goes down, mm-hmm. it ex- it's explained that like this, the wishing stone doesn't necessarily require a like verbal wish. It it knows your heart's desire. Oh, and and it will grant it, if if you if you are not strong enough in that moment, it will grant you that wish. Um, she grabs it and she and then she's like, everything's fine, like puts it back. Um. And they're like, oh, did like what happened when you touched the stone? And she knowingly is like, I don't know. Um, she's like, everything's fine. She's like, I'm I am Diana. Yeah. Like, I can touch that thing. They get the box secured. Um, and it uh, turns out that like they everything's secured and everything's fine. But as Diana and Barbara come back to like where they're staying, mm-hmm. Steve's just there. For no reason, no explanation. But like, and it's the kind of thing where like Diana freaks out and she's like, and very, and all the Amazons are really upset and really pissed and they know what happened. They're like, you touched the wishing stone. They're like, you need to renounce your wish. Like, you're not like, and she's like, I'm I'm not going to renounce my wish. She was like, this is the one person that I wanted and needed in my life. Yeah. And they're like, that's all well and good, but you weren't, you, we cannot allow you to leave the mascara with this wish. This magic cannot leave the veil. Okay. And she's like, fine. I'll stay here. Steve, will you stay here with me? He's like, I mean, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure. You, anybody got any clothes though? Like I'm just kind of, just kind of run around here naked. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Little help, please. Little help. And then Barbara's like, well, okay, I'm, I need to go back. And she's, she actually has cell service, which is surprise of no one. But she's, <laughs> which surprises everyone. Uh, but she is basically getting calls from the Smithsonian because like Diane, she's like, I'm on, She's like, I am on like a dig with Diana. And they're like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And like Diana gets finally gets on the horn. Like a satellite like, phone? A satellite phone. Sorry. Sure. I was like, wait a second. 84. Wait. Satellite phone. Sorry. I got you. I got you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 19. Oh, you're right. It's 1984. Satellite phone. Thank you very much. Um, and they're like, if you like, that's fine. If you're, but when you get back here, like she has tenure. You do not. Like you better come back here with something interesting. Ah. Uh, or mm-hmm. you're fired. And Barbara is feeling like really left out and really alone. And uh, she's like, oh, well, my boat leaves. I'll be back. I'll be back in two days. Um, she makes her way back, but not before breaking into because she can kind of read the language and figure out how the doors work and stuff. She makes her way into the Hall of Wonders. Yep. And I mean, she's careful about it. But she takes the wishing stone with her. Oh, OK. She doesn't. She uses gloves. She doesn't actually touch it. Sure. Um, cause she's, you know, smart, um, takes the wishing stone, seals the wishing stone with her. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then we get a transition into Diana and Steve, them working that out. And, uh, and then finally, as Barbara makes her way back to, uh, DC, um, the wishing stone, um, gets put on display. She was not. She was not expecting that to be the case. Oh, I just thought it would be. Just she like was like, "This will be in interesting. We museum. can study this." Yep. She was like, "They'll put it away, and then I can probably sneak it back to the most girl whenever, just so they'll get off my case about it." Yep. Like it's 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 relatively innocent. She's not trying to be. She's nope. not trying right. to be a jerk. Yep. But she didn't have much of a choice because Diana's not coming back. Right. Um. So it gets put on display, and uh, the the stone starts. Grant like starts kind of gaining power being around the amount of people that are looking at it. Oh, and while you used to have to touch it, it's like starting to grant like smaller wishes just from people's thoughts. Sure. Like people are just like looking at it mm-hmm. and um, it's the kind of thing where Barbara's been keeping an eye on it and like trying to like remedy the things as they happen, but it starts to get out of hand mm-hmm. and we, it gets to a point where a, a kid who we see a sequence of a kid coming to the museum on a field trip, the teachers are giving him a hard time. The security guards are kind of hassling this kid a little bit. He's kind of like, and it gets to a point where he visibly like uh, verbally says like, man, I wish we didn't have any more rules. And then stuff starts breaking down. Sure. DC kind of goes completely haywire. Like written law is gone. Now, Barbara reaches out to Diana. It's time to come back. The, it, DC is completely falling apart. We're under martial law. It's not, it's, this is not great. Someone needs to come and, and help fix this. Like, you need to, you need to bring the eye of, of the muses yep. and figure where, out where this kid is that made this wish so we can undo this, and then we need to get this back. And Diana, knowing full, like, now understanding, like, you took, like, no, I'm not coming back. And they, and she gets mad because she stole the thing. And she's like, you're the one that's going to like, you did this on your own. You're going to have to suffer the consequences. And wow. And it kind of like triggers in Barbara, like, Oh great. Like, you know, if someone I viewed as a sister is again, pushing me away in a yep. way that's going to lead to destruction. I need to take some, I need to take a, like moves into my own hands. Mm-hmm. And then we see her open her bag and one of the necklaces from the shrine. Yeah. We didn't see her take it, but we, but she t- pulls it out of her bag and puts it on. And it's just like, hi. I need, hi, is any, is anyone there? And then blackout. And we see like, we see a Barbara who's coming into these cheetah powers in a way that's fun to watch. Cause it's Kristen. Yeah. Stu- uh, Kristen Stewart. <gasps> Kristen uh, Wig, there we go. A lot of just um, a lot of mouth breathing in that in, this, in that scene. <laughs> me too, me too. Um, but as she's as she's trying to like fix things, yeah. she gets more and more severe. Sure. And then Diana, uh, Diana gets called like to the Queen's chamber. Yeah. And is like she's like it is ve- like I can feel it like. The, like the cheetah, the cheetah is, has been released. Someone needs to go deal with this. And Dana's like, how is that my problem? She's like, you're the one that pushed her away. 
You're the one that like, you're the one that wants to live in this fantasy realm and you're the one that wants to just like exist in your own personal space. And you don't want to have to deal with anyone because you're not asking for anyone else for help. So why should they have to ask you for help? You just want your, you want to offer help in the most, like in the most anonymous way possible, but you don't want to get anyone involved in anyone's lives. Well, you got involved in one person's life and you, and you botched it. So you need to make the right call. She she renounces her wish for Steve and, uh, or I think she decides to leave. And like, as she's like, like flying off, you just kind of see, like see Steve and like the, the side passenger, like kind of his magic fade. Oh, um, no. and, and she has no, to say no goodbye amount, to him. No, amount, no, uh, no amount of clapping will bring him back. No amount of clapping will bring him back. Aww. She has, she goes to DC. We get wonder woman f- like fighting cheetah and them kind of coming to terms with their friendship and things like that. Um, she has the eye of the muses. They find the kid. He renounces his wish. Things go back to normal. They, they bring the, the stone back, but Barbara's gone. Yep. Um, she's to the wind because mm-hmm. Cheetah's too important in the wonder woman. Yes. Uh, but we set up, I think their final fight gets like settled in a place where she was just like, like, I can't lose another sister. Like, but I don't see a way out of this. Like we can, like we can work together and Wonder Woman's like, no, no. Um, she, and she views it as a betrayal. And she's like, uh, okay, that, if that's how you want to play it, that's fine. But I think you'll be changing your tune someday. And she's gone. So like we set Cheetah in a way that's like, she's still around. Yep. She still exists. She's still in, at, at her heart a good person. Yeah. But we finally get a Wonder Woman that uh, at the end of this movie, um, like after fighting Cheetah and like setting everything right, like basically after everything is settled and everything's fine, we have newscasters there. And instead of like taking off and like destroying the cameras that saw her, like you get, you get a, a Diana who looks in the full wonder woman, get up who looks into the camera and just says, hello, hello DC. Like I'm wonder woman. I'm wonder woman and I'm here to help. Yeah. And it's, that's it. Yeah. Ta-da. Wonder Woman, 1984. Or if it's 1984, it's like, hi, I'm Wonder Woman. Cowabunga! You know? She's the one that starts the, starts yeah. the craze. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. I, w- I would like to greet you with an old Themyscirin, uh Yeah. That's good, because my voice has completely run out of gas. I gotcha! <laughs> I had the baton! Huzzah! Good job. I mean, that is that was a that was better than the movie. Well, because we get Themyscira in there, we get like a world builds in a way. It deals with it deals with Justice League. It deals with what well, like, also that makes this the, the the stakes are smaller. They're big in that like the rules have gone away. But it's a child's wish that only one person wished. It's not everybody, but just one small errant wish that causes a lot of damage. That gets the same point across, but it's not like well, nuclear war. We're gonna destroy the planet. No, it's just a kid. Yeah. It's easy. To, it's easy, easy to fix, but the the the, the, the stakes are high. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. I also said stakes. I know. Self report. I know. Sorry, self reporting my stakes. I know. I was gonna give it just like an extra beat, and then you hopped right back in there. Report. Self reporting, sir. <laughs> stakes. You don't get to say stakes. I get to say stakes. Okay. So, given Jay's voice, arrest. It. Tis my turn. Uh, gentle uh, men and ladies. Okay. So my thesis statement for my fix. Uh-huh. 
It's not 84 anymore. Okay. We're switching to a different year. I think that's a perfectly reasonable adjustment. I, I am updating it. My movie is Wonder Woman uh, 05. Oh. I'm changing it to uh, 05. Oh, so you're sti- so you're sticking to the year convention. I'm going to stick to the year convention. Interesting. Because the year is important. I think it is important. I think you're right. I think Because if important. these movies are a sequel, but before the events of Justice League and Batman and Superman and stuff like that, like... This it's important if you're gonna do it then like because uh, also the first Wonder Woman was was the first DC movie to be a period piece yes like Marvel has already done that to death sure yeah but yeah DC I mean <sighs> Diana heard backstory being like well I've been around since World War One and Bruce is like where the hell have you been. We yeah. could have used you so many times exactly. over the past hundred years. That, and that's kind of what I was going with in my face, uh, too. It's like, you, at some point, you need to, like, reveal yourself. Yeah. Like... What What, what the hell, lady? Yeah. Um, so my movie, One Woman, uh, 2005. My... Since 84 was really, really bad and didn't do a good job of setting up Diana's slice of the pie... Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Woman's a really like she's one of the most famous comic book characters of all time. Yeah, like, she's the part of the Holy Trinity, Trinity at DC. But Wonder Woman's biggest weakness, she's got no bad guys. None. She has None. no villains. They're all real bad. They're all really Cheetah's bad. Cheetah is the only good one. Cheetah is the only it's good the one. Only good one. But only be, but but she's got to be written correctly. Yes. And she because you can tie especially nowadays like you can tie Cheetah directly to Diana or Barbara to Diana and make that actually like. A good a relationship that's strained that makes sense that they might be butting heads, but there's so much more going on there if the writers allow for it because they, they rebooted the character so many well, the times. The first two were just ladies in suits. They were just ladies in suits. I was like, I don't know why that would be a problem for a Wonder Woman. <laughs> she should be. Yeah, that she just be like easy. grabs them and punches them. Uh, no, stop. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, Barbara was the first one with actual like superpowers. So my. I'm trying to actually have this movie set up Diana in more of a, like, hey, Diana's important. She deals with a lot of divine things. It's not just the Greek gods. There's a lot of stuff here. Even She's though, an, She is like an access point for a large amount, like a large like piece of the DC pie. Yes. Yes. But we didn't get that in the first movie. Uh-huh. And we would, and we shouldn't have because it's just like the origin story. Let's get her out in the world. You meet her. Now the second film, this, um, this is basically going to be Diana's Empire Strikes Back. Okay, cool. But setting up the, hey, there's a lot more from her part Themyscira, Greek pantheon other gods like there's a lot of stuff here she's got a really like her past is hectic yes yeah so oh i think that's good but that's my plan here is to set up cheetah barb because it's the it's the most important villain she's got i also think it's inter- because she's so isolated giving her a friend who un- like understands her they may not like obviously they come to blows but someone who understands her is really necessary yes because, yes. like, you could say, like, oh, well, you know, Clark understands her. I'm like, not really. Like, not, not really. really. If anything, like, Barbara's, or I mean, rather, Diana is so tied to human history, whereas Clark is an alien. Like, he's he only been under- here for 30 years. Yeah, he can immortal. understand the isolation of it, but, like, yeah. Like, yeah. she's like, I, I, you, you have the powers of a god. I am one. It's different. Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll see what my, my th- and also, Steve's not, don't, Steve's not in this. Steve, yeah. Steve is gone. He's Chris Pine. I love the guy, but he's not in this movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so here we go. Act one starts with um, a young girl 
It's Barbara. She's being probably around eight years old or whatever. She's reading the Odyssey. Oh, cool. And she's and she's reading out loud and to herself, and specifically the part where Odysseus is uh, saving his men from the witch that turned him into pigs on that one island. Yes. And then her father comes in and wishes her good night. Calliope, I think that's the part of the story, if I if I remember correctly. You're close. Um, oh. So her dad comes in and they, and, they, and she's like, "Oh, I love you, daddy. This is fun." She's like, "You read the Odyssey again?" Like, "Yeah, you know how much I love it." It's like, "Oh, this is great." She's like, "One day I want to grow up and I want to learn about, all, you know, I love mythology and I'm going to find all the proof for the gods and all that kind of stuff." Because she's a kid, and your dad's like, "Of course you will." You know, Heck har- yeah. hard work, determination, teamwork, friendship. Yeah, of course you'll you can achieve your dreams. I, I love you, honey. She's like, yeah. Hey, thank you. Yay. I appreciate that. I am happy that both of us just decided that the best part of this movie should be Barbara. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we need a new entry point. A thousand percent. We need a, we need an audience surrogate. Yeah. And in the second movie. Yeah. We need. It, I need. Not in Diana. The thir- I need in the third movie to be for Wonder Woman to be in dire straits and for us to see a shadow just dart and start taking out a bunch of dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. I need that. I want like I want them to be like enemies, and then the third movie when she turns around and they fight together, it's just like oh, so good. I love it. Like, oh yeah. So Barbara, her, her her father is very supportive, and she's like, "Yes, you're going to achieve your dreams, mythology, proof of the gods. You're going to be great." Um, so we, basically, we have like an opening uh, montage here. We're going to flash forward through Barbara's life as she goes to school and college, getting good grades and presenting reports on mythology. But in doing so, we're also going to see like some of the downsides of that. Like she gets picked on, she gets bullied for being you know like kind of a book nerd and stuff sure. like that. Uh, but like. She loves this stuff. She's very knowledgeable about mythology. Mm-hmm. Also, she's been keeping a scrapbook of stories about a mysterious woman doing incredible things since somehow around 1920s. Yeah. And through her scrapbook, we're going to see a little montage of the things Diana's been up to. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through Barbara's scrapbook. Hell yeah, that's good. So like little montages of, you know, so we're going to flash, you know, flash into the thing. That's we'll a see very Diana good device. I like that Beating up somebody here, beating some up in the 40s. Maybe she... She had to have been involved somewhere in World War II. Just something small. She just does something, right? So uh, we see all this stuff. We see Barbara grow up, and she you know, gets out of college, and she's ready to start her life. Um, and then... Oh, you know how she's involved in World War II? She's probably in the Pacific Theater because she doesn't want peop- like, uh, people to... Yeah, like she's she's like we need to end the, the the like if there's too much maritime exploration that like they might run into Themyscira and we just like can't have that. Like we had too many like. We can't have another Steve situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, so, uh, okay. So basically this leads all, you know, through the scrapbook, we lead up to the present, which is 2005. And uh, so uh, much like the uh, mall scene in 84, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have a similar scene to that. The uh, intergang, remember intergang? Their intergang was in black Adam, but also they are a known DC universe. Sure. Like, gang of bad guys sure um but inner gang has taken a balalian ambassador's daughter hostage okay and balalia was the country that was in one woman 84 when gotcha. the guy made the wish and the wall came up yes balalia but is another one of those middle eastern random countries that we just don't want to use a real one so we made balalia up oh i saw so, that okay. basically that so they took Intergang. Is that technically like comic book accurate is that a place they ever go yes oh okay yeah it's, cool. it's next door to kondok oh okay uh, i i believe um, so anyway, so uh, the inner gang takes a Balayan ambassador's daughter hostage and is seen very much like Batman in the warehouse uh, from uh, uh, Superman versus uh, Batman or Wonder Woman in the Justice League film with the bank guys. She bodies yeah. the inner gang. Yeah. But like not like the cutesy like, he he, I'm throwing a kid into a teddy bear. And like, like, she 
wrecks these guys more Justice League style, and it's yeah. awesome. But so afterwards, like we see, like you know, there's like cops outside, I and mean, there's some uh, press outside as well. And as we see the press coverage of the aftermath of uh, Diana saving the ambassador's daughter, we f- go move through the television into Barbara's office, who was watching the coverage of it, and she goes, "There she is again." She goes to enter in something to her scrapbook of like the mysterious woman is still here. So and we turn as we you know pan out, it's Barbara's office in the Smithsonian. Okay, cool. She's been working there for a week, so like she's she's still new. And then uh, Diana shows up a little late for work. She's kind of like you know d- doing her thing or whatever, and and then bumps into Barbara. There's a similar kind of scene where in like from the first in the original movie of them kind of like introducing each other, but like kind of seeing that they're kind of awkward, but Diane's like super nice and kind and, 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 and um, patient with her. But Barbara's all like, I have only been here a week and I was like, this is so nice. It's nice, it's nice to meet you, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. They're, they're going over, you know, tchotchkes and other, you know, weird things. Just doing, because, like, doing work Because stuff. she has, like Diana has to be a famous scientist if that's how you're going to structure it because she's been around so long and she knows so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's mm-hmm. no way she wouldn't be amazing at it. She It would just fall into her lap. Yeah. Like it has to, like she has to be as famous as Wonder Woman, as as an anthropo, as an anthropologist, just because she's immortal. <laughs> yeah. Like there's just no way around. I mean, she's it. hiding the fact she's immortal, but she's very knowledgeable and like very you know personable. So be like a lot of people know her. But um, you know they meet, they're like, ah, I'm so awkward and adorable, but like I'm, I just do here. It's like nice to finally meet you and blah blah. blah. Oh, we're going to the same place because we're both working on different things. And isn't this fun? And blah blah blah. blah. And they're like, and Diana's just you know being kind and nice because Barbara's you know a nice person. And then as they're hit like an awkward moment when they're you know just kind of looking at uh, relics and stuff like that, a high-ranking army officer comes in with a briefcase and says, "We found something in the deserts of Iraq." Because remember, the war is going on right now. It's two thousand and five. Okay. And we need you, Diana Prince, to look at something. Uh, we think we found something, we, and somebody you know ordered us to get you to take a look at it. So they open up the thing, and it's you know like a pottery shard or something like that. And Diana clocks it as. Um, very an old dialect of ancient Greece. That's kind of like the the, uh, the language of the gods of of the Greek yes. pantheon. So Diana knows what it is immediately, but she can't let anyone know that because it's like uh, it is obviously a dialect that right no one should know. But so does Barbara. So Barbara can read it too, and Diana's like, "How do you know that?" Barbara's really good at her job. Yeah. Okay. She's a book nerd. Okay. She's been doing, she went to college. Like she's, she's the research nerd. I feel, I like the idea of her. She's like, I got like three PhDs. Like my parents really did not want me to get the third one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I got, I got their money's worth. Yeah. So like, Hey, we're here. So she like, Diane's like, Holy crap. So like they start hanging out a little bit more. They go to dinner and they have like, like they do in the movie. They go out to dinner. Did we just become best friends? Yes. That moment. Okay. And they're like, whoa, we actually do have a lot in common. But Diane's, of course, keeping that she's Wonder Woman on the DL. Of course. But Barbara's just like, you know, just like, my life story. I love mythology. I've been doing this for years. You know, all this, all the, just blah, 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 all this stuff. But it turns out. Uh, the next day, they like after they like bond us. Oh, and they bond at dinner, and they have a very similar scene where Barbara's walking home, but she gets like, a little, slightly accosted by a guy, and then we see Diana come up. We see a little bit more of her, like just kind of bat the guy away, and not just like away, just poof, like yeah. yeah. It's like no, no, she actually like we see her defend her defend Barbara, and she's like, "How did you do that?" Oh, you, you know, I just took some classes, blah, blah, you know, keeping stuff on the DL, but like Barbara's like. You only get like awesome. two notes of the. Boo, doo, doo, doo. 
So the next day, just a little squiggum, just a little squiggum. So, um, so, uh, oh, so, okay. So, so the next day they're like, they're uh, discussing stuff. And it turns out that on the shard that they looked at the day before was actually the beginning of a poem that mentioned the firstborn. Now, pause. The firstborn is a DC combo character that came about when the new 52 started and they revamped everything. Yes. I, I forget the artist's name, but what I read Wonder Woman's run after the new 52 was like one of the best runs I've ever read. It was for 50 issues. It was amazing because she was just dealing with the Greek pantheon and it was really freaking cool. And they had a lot of really cool designs for all these different gods. Yeah. One of the bad guys and it was called the firstborn, which was Zeus and Hera's firstborn child who like a, prophe- a prophecy came out and was like, he will one day, you know, rule over all of the pantheons and destroy, obviously, the green pantheon in, in, um, in doing so. So they're like, nope, bye, and got rid of him. And like, you know, eventually gets locked away. So, so like a really strong, powerful god that got locked away a long time ago. Yeah. That's in the comics. So, but now like she, they read a shard like, oh no, the firstborn. And there's like, oh, that was a, that's a myth of a myth. That is... That is that's a deep deep cut. Yes. Oh, that's that's bad news. But you know, it's all myth. It's all crazy. But just just a relic. But the army officer comes back the next day and is like, um, "Ladies, since both of you can read this language, we would like you to come to uh, basically the battlefront to find out if because we found the site while we were doing war things. You we know, need to find out if there is a war things. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and it, we need to find out if there's a threat out here besides, you know, all the other stuff we're yes. boring about. So Barbara and Diana leave to go to Iraq, sure, for the war. So now Act Two is basically like the act, the second act of Aquaman, where remember like uh, Aquaman and Mare go out and like we're going on an adventure to find, you know, go from one point yes. to B point to, to find all the things and do the stuff. Yeah. That's basically what happens through all of Act Two. You get, we get Indiana Jones map. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Gotcha. Barbara and Diana go on an adventure trying to find this tomb of the firstborn. You know what? A, what an, it's a really, really good device that they used in Indiana Jones to get a lot of uh, to get a lot of like plot out quickly in a fun way. And then I don't feel like I just feel like no one has ever really utilized it as well since. Mm-hmm. And it's such an interesting device. And we, uh, and as an audience member, every time that would happen, I'd be like, oh, this is so fun. I love it. Yes. Yeah, it's really So good. this does two, a couple of things. One, Barbara and Diana are bonding. Yeah. Over it, of course. Diana is trying to do her best Clark Kent impression by uh-huh. not giving away that she is Wonder Woman through all this stuff. But they're tomb raiding. They're bumping up against Inner Gang because Inner Gang kidnapped the Balalian ambassador's daughter for a reason back in Act One. Yeah. So like... They're trying to, yeah, they're, they're doing traps. They fight like a mini boss at some point. But of course, Diana does decently well of hiding the fact she's Wonder Woman for a little while. But eventually, Barbara's super smart and like knows mythology and clocks it eventually. Is like, wait a second, you're the mysterious woman who's been doing all these amazing things over there. And she's like, oh, crap. I really like the idea of them, of, of them reading on a wall about talking about something that she did. And maybe Barbara clocks it on her face and like gets to a point where like it's there's just like a painting of her and it's like, you're her, aren't you? And then I think Diana's like, yeah, I like that a lot. She she figures it out through context clues, not necessarily like clues from her. Right. Yeah. Barbara figures it out. And so now Barbara's just like, 
you gotta tell me everything. <laughs> oh, so like once again, Barbara's our sur- audience surrogate, and so Diana explains more about the divine world of like the mascara because like they're friends now. The mascara, the gods, the pantheon. <laughs> if I'm writing that scene, I, I, Kristen Wiig being like with her scrapbook open, being like, "This is you." She's like, "Yeah, shut up." Like, "This is you." <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> How? What? Shut, shut up. up. <laughs> and Diana's like, "I will tell you about these things." She's like, I, "No." Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> so it's really, it's just, it's, they have, act two is fun. Diana, they are best friends. Yes. They get to a point where like Diana, like really fun. This is the relationship of the movie. Yes. Yeah. It's not Steve. It's a buddy cop movie. Yes. It's Diana and Barbara becoming best friends. Yeah. Trying to find the tomb of the lost son uh, or the firstborn or whatever. Um, so, while this is going on, the army commander, the guy who was over in charge of the unit that asked him to come over there, mm-hmm. um, starts becoming a little bit more and more erratic in his behavior of just like, he's trying to really press them to like find this tomb because like his soldiers, you know, for army reasons it and, becomes and war the, stuff. It becomes apparent that it's not just about something is something. Yeah. They're clocking that Something's not right here. Right. This yeah. is, this is getting kind of something's like that, that moment in, in She-Hawk in the last episode. She's like, wait a second. Is this working for everybody? Why is he? How did Bruce come back? That doesn't. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So eventually, they're kind of clocking something. They do. They do eventually find the tomb at the end of Act Two, and then just as like the 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 army guy shows up with a bunch of the troops and like this is something's not right here. And the guy's like, you need to open up that tomb right now. And Barbara's like, Damn, you can't open that tomb. You can't open that tomb. And then out of nowhere, one of the com- the army commander's uh, female assistants just pushes her way through the crowd and just steps in front of the commander and says, Hey, Diana, I need you to open up that tomb right now. And she's like, I'm sorry, do I know you? And she's like, Oh, <laughs> this. Yeah. No shimmer, magical girl transformation. It's the witch Circe. Oh, okay. Which of all of Diana's other bad guys, Circe yeah, Cersei's pretty good. Is one of the major ones. Yes. Cersei was also the person that... D- Turned Barb- all the dudes into pigs. In the, the Odyssey, yes. From the beginning. Yeah. I'm just Calliope. I, just, I clocked that wrong. It's all good. So, Cersei's like, yeah, I know. I, I, you need to open that tomb right now, or I'm going to turn like all these dudes into pigs and all sorts of other things. So, yeah. you better open it up, or I'm going to torture all these guys. What's it going to be, Diana? And she's like, why are you doing... Why? Just, just, you better do it. Barbara's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Dan's like, I don't have a choice. I don't, these men are, are under her control right now. That's, that's not their fault. Okay. So Diana opens the tomb of the firstborn. Ah! So Diana tries to talk to this guy. He's like, hi, I'm technically your half sister. Huh? I know it's been like millennia. Are you okay? But tries to, you know, tries to do, but Diana tries, tries. Have you to thought be- about casting for this part? No, not yet. Okay. Of the firstborn? Yeah, just curious. Oh, he's just a, he's, he might be, he might be CG. He might, oh, he might he's, just, he's, oh, like he's, he's a big old, he's a big, he's a big old, beefcake. I gotcha. He's like Stretch Armstrong kind of situation. Yeah. Gotcha. He's a judge. Um, so Diana tries diplomacy. It doesn't work. And so they fight. And Diana is getting her butt rocked. Like yeah. this guy is no joke he is kicking her butt and so while this is going on Cersei just floats over to Barbara and is like hey 
Would you like to help her? It seems like your best friend's in trouble. Um, do you want to become a god? Do you want to fulfill your dream? And Barbara's like, I shouldn't, but if she looks over Diana, she's going to die. Yeah. So Barbara accepts the offer from Circe and through Circe's... Okay, that's par- good. Through Circe's um, patron, which is Hecate, I believe is how you pronounce yeah. it. Um, grants her the power to become the goddess of the hunt, which is Cheetah. All right, party. And so Barbara turns into Cheetah. Yeah. And so Cheetah and Wonder Woman... That is a perfect MCUing of what Cheetah... You know what I'm saying? That's very good. That's like, if you're going to change... Like, you could... Like, the MCU changes a lot of origin stories, but it's so logical and fits... And it fits so well into the... You got to dumb it down and make it easier... Because this is a movie, not a comic book. But also, you got, but you, but you also got to thread the needle. Mm-hmm. Like it's got to, like it's got to click in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you do got to dumb it down just a little bit. I think because also right. Cersei likes changing people into animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like thousand percent. When I read that in Wikipedia, like oh my, of course, of course, usually it's do most of the ninety nine point nine percent of the times it's men. But like, gosh, no, why it. not a woman? No, I think that really is that's pretty elegant. So I like that Barbara a lot. accepts the offer and through Hecate becomes the goddess of the hunt, Cheetah, and she like kind of you know immediately she's like, what the whoa? So Barbara, you know, wary, but I'm imbued with godly powers. Let's go. So with. Uh, oh, by the way, the, the fight with the firstborn is that, like, moved out of the temple or whatever. It's not, like, kind of yes. out in the boot. So Barbara goes to help Diana, who is like, what did what did Circe do to you? It's like, there's no time. You're in trouble. I came to help my best friend. And so they work together to defeat the firstborn and get him back in the tomb. But the firstborn, of course, was just the mini boss. Oh, crap. He's got a second phase. No, 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 no. Uh, the second phase of the fight now. He's gonna is, grow a single wing and <laughs> yeah. have a huge sword. <laughs> the Latin chorus just comes out of nowhere. Like, oh man. Ah, beans. No, sorry, it's a it's a Greek chorus. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> it's a Greek chorus. Ah, beans. Um, so after the after the tomb is closed and everything is like okay, the the men are released or whatever. Like it's just now it's just Cersei, Barbara, and Diana in the tomb, and Diana finally has a moment, turns to Barbara and is like, Barbara, what did you do? And Barb and Diana is not thrilled with Barbara's choice. And Barbara's like, you are going to die. I couldn't let that happen. Yeah. Of course I don't trust her, but like, you're my best friend. I couldn't let this happen to you. And so they kind of go back and forth, and Diana's just is just worried about Barbara. And yeah. like, you don't know what this realm is like. I mean, you've read the stories and the myths, but you don't know what it's really like. You can't trust her. There are downsides to this. Barbara on the hands is like, this has been my dream my entire life. Yeah. To find all this stuff. And now I'm a part of it. I'm a mortal. Diana, we can be best friends forever. Yeah. You don't have to be alone anymore. That's really good. Yeah. This, we can just, we can do, we can go around. We can find all these other relics. We can like learn about stuff. We can, we can go to Themyscira. Yeah, like, we can save the world. We can save the world. But Diana is just c- very concerned about what Cersei can do to Barbara and just what these powers could do to Barbara. Yeah. Because in her own way, she ca- like she, she is she, caring about her she friend. She very much cares about her friend. Barbara clocks all of this 
as rejection. A thousand percent. Because this is just like those flashbacks of when she was in college and just getting rejected by the cool, popular people uh-huh. when she tried, you know, tried to be like, hey, nope, it's the same thing all and from her new best friend. She just achieved her dream and her best friend was like, uh, which is not the response she was looking for. Yeah. Even though she knew this is kind of kind of kind of iffy come from seriously, but like I did just save your life, and that was kind of awesome. Did you see all those cool kickflips I did? It yeah. was nuts. So just as they get to a crescendo of like Barbara like losing it on her, time just stops. Cause Cersei just starts laughing her ass off because she's loving. Every moment of this, because this is what she's been building towards. The whole situation, this comes out in a monologue. Cersei did all of this. Hmm. Because Cersei's been clocking Diana, clocked Diana the moment she left the mascara back in World War I. Because Cersei hates Apollo, hates her mom for stuff they did in the past. Reasons. For reasons. For you know, reasons. But... And I, but I could never get to them because they're not the mascara. But now you left the island and you're the daughter of the woman I hate the most in the world. Just running around the, the world of men all by herself. You loved a guy and he died. And you've been by yourself for eight, 70 years. And you finally had a best friend. You finally opened your heart. <laughs> That's why I had to take it away from you. So like it's just she's just cruel. It's it's like Joker esque mean. All right, I'm into that. Um, so then Diana Livid attacks her and is like, "Why would you play with someone innocent like that? Yeah. Why would you do that?" And so she just turns like, "Because I can." Time unfreezes. Barbara launches herself at Diana because she's so frustrated and angry. And now Barbara and Diana fight, and Diana is just not in a good place because her best friend isn't is. Her best friend is a, a, the goddess of the hunt, and Diana knows what that is, and it's not the best thing in the world. So they're fighting. Yeah. And it's just, and by Diana's pulling all of her punches, and Barbara's not. Yeah. So, like, she's beating her. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Diana does, like, hit her because she has to, but she just, like, push, gets her away from her, and then she just gives up because she, it's her best friend. Yeah. She doesn't want, she could, she could beat her. She probably could because she's got, you know, She's got a lot more experience. A lot more experience, but she doesn't want to. Yeah. Hunting's different than than war. So Barbara's not thrilled with him her not fighting back anymore. And Cersei's just like eating popcorn, just loving, oh, this is the best thing ever. And so Barbara just gets really frustrated and just leaves. It's like, I got, you know what? If this is this is I'm not I have other things. I'll save the world myself. Yeah. I'm immortal now. I got so many other things I can do. So many things, so many relics I can find. All all sorts of mysteries I can solve and figure out now. I got yeah. nothing but time, and, I, and, and, with, and with these powers, I can do anything I want. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Cersei gloats a little bit more, and Diana's just beaten in the tomb. She's just really, really sad. Yeah. Slow fade to darkness. We fade back up sometime later, back in DC, and uh, Diana goes on about her life, like at the Smithsonian. And realizes that, yeah, this sucked. This was really dark. And granted, the firstborn, I know where that is, he is now. And so that, at least he wasn't freed. So that's good. And the army guys are fine. So like, they, at least that's good. We can rebury that. Yeah. We can put that on the down low. But like, this was really bad. But like, at least one of the good things is that I learned I could, I opened up my heart. And it, while I got hurt, like, I haven't done that in like yeah. 
80 years. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, maybe, maybe I do need to get back in the world a little bit more. Maybe I do have to be more out there for people who to, to come in and like be a part of all this. Yeah, dude. So, uh, you know, she, and she's like, I'm going to, Barbara, I'm going to, I'm going to find you one day and we'll get, I'll get through to you. I'll save you from this or, you know, figure something out yeah. because you're my best friend and I love you. And you're out there with dealing with something that you, you honestly just don't understand right now. So kind of like a similar shot to the end of, um, Batman returns. We get like, you know, Oh, there's something bad's happening somewhere. And Diana, like magical girl transformations and flies off is wonder. Woman. Yeah. But in do so doing kind of like Batman returns, um, we see Cheetah stand up. Remember because Catwoman stands up in, in oh yeah, in, yeah, 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 the same thing happens. Cheetah stands up, or we see Cheetah in like silhouette in that shot as she's like watching Diana like fly away because she's out there doing stuff. All the, right, the end. That's pretty great, man. Yeah, Cersei's a bitch. <laughs> Cersei's no joke. No, and she's also the right. It, it, you have to expand what's like that world. They don't expand that world enough. They do like they show us the mascara and stuff. Sure. And like, I guess they gave us Aries to some degree, but it just didn't feel like it didn't it, feel like it just didn't feel like visceral. It didn't mm-hmm. feel it didn't feel attached to anything. It wasn't um, like, yeah. And that's the right way to that's the right way to kind of like flush out that world even more. Yeah, She's an immortal witch. Yeah. Uh, a someone who works for Hecate who hates the Amazons or sometimes she's like, okay with them. But like she's, yeah. she's, she, she fluctuates. And right now she hates Diana. She hates the Amazons. So they're an Island full of women that figured out how to access the morphin grid. Oh, that's the thing. Uh, sorry. The small detail that I, I wrote this whole, I wrote her monologue. I didn't read it all, but, um, Cersei was just laughing her ass off at her because like, I just took away your best friend who, you know, could have been your best friend for a very long time or maybe, maybe something more, but, but now you'll never know because, like they, she's an Amazon. Like she even talked about it in the first movie. Yeah. Like, Cause he was like, so what do you like? I was just like, what? Yeah. We just get together. What's the big deal? He's like, Oh wow. Okay, cool. But like, I think having that type of, you know, friendship, almost maybe a romantic relationship oh, okay. between, uh, yeah. or just a possibility of sure. Diana and Barbara, like clicking like that. And it's like, that just turns up the drama because like, yeah, man, the kindred souls. Yeah, man. And Cersei just like, nope, ha ha, just <laughs> corrupted her right in front of her the whole time. Yeah. And it was just cruel. Yeah. Whew. All right. That's did awesome, it. man. We did it. We did do it. Someone, these are so much better. <laughs> man, I, I thought I was going to like this movie on the second go around. But lies, Jay, lies more. are bad. It, it pissed it, me it, off it, even more. It I mean, wishes so her. Mad. Just don't wish. And I just, oh, man. He's just trying to, Pedro Pascal is just trying to be a good dad again. But How just do like, I reach almost, my key? He just destroys the world almost. And just, oh, boy. And uh, nukes and blah, and blah. How did uh, the lasso reach him, Jay? How? It couldn't. Too much wind. Well, and then, and then we it fixed it. I think we did it, but How is your speech <laughs> broadcast to the world? I think we fixed it. We did it. <laughs> Two different directions, but both very, very fun. Good job, buddy. That was really good. Yeah, it's just fun, man. Let's have some fun with these movies. Yeah, man. Have some fun. Have some fun, DC. Come on, Speaking man. Speaking of which... Uh, Shazam is out on Friday. Yeah. And hopefully that movie is fun. Yeah, yeah I hope so. I hope the first so. first one was, so hopefully this yeah, one will be true. as well. 
That's true. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and, and watching and listening and all those good fun things. I think that's our episode for today. Um, uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, if you wouldn't mind liking, subscribing, and hitting that bell and doing that YouTube that you do so well, that would be awesome. Also, if you're listening to this wherever you catch your podcasts, if you wouldn't mind leaving a quick review, it means a lot to me. I actually read them. Uh, I want to get more reviews on the podcatcher apps uh, because I just like seeing them. It's fun. Um, There's more I I could say to that point. Like, oh, like it helps the show. Blah, 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 blah. It's just, it's for my own personal vindication. But really, just a thousand percent. It's just for for your boy Jay. (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much. Uh, We love making this show and uh, we love that you love listening to it. And as we end every episode, heartbreak feels good. In a place like this. It's this slow, you know what? It's the slow creeping lasso of truth that you don't see coming, getting attached to your ankle and hijacking your broadcast. That you don't see coming. Yep. Yep. <laughs> how? But how? Right, there was too much Bye wind. Bye, everybody. Didn't make any sense. Who are you talking to? Everyone. <laughs> how? How? <laughs> he walked away from the cameras. Yeah. Oh, so like the, all the satellites are technically touching people with 80s technology. Yeah. Nope. Boo. Boo. Boo.